0: and we're back welcome to the long haul podcast guys we're so excited that you're here with us you had
1: some new jersey in your accent right there
0: i don't have a new jersey accent you you
1: had some you had some attitude in there and i liked it Hmm. it's kind of hot
0: i feel like i can hear the dishwasher no
1: you're good you can't you can't so welcome back it is guess what guys today is elizabeth's birthday go girl it's It's your birthday birthday. Uh, We'll stop it there.
0: I was thinking we're gonna party like.
1: Oh, yeah, I was thinking a different song. Okay,
0: got it. Thirty-three, yeah, y'all.
1: Yeah, this is the, this is your Jesus year.
0: Thirty-three.
1: This is your Jesus year, babe. Our uh, our heavenly Father. This was his year. His this was his big big year. This is your big year. I could feel it. I feel it. You're starting off with a bang. You're speaking at a, a women's conference in on our anniversary of all days mm-hmm. and you have awesome guests coming on your podcast and you're working on a book
0: yeah lots of crazy things
1: and um,
0: working at the hospital
1: <laughs> yeah all exciting stuff yeah uh, yeah um, so it's gonna be a good year for you happy birthday thanks babe and we're gonna um go get a nice big breakfast tomorrow morning i think so yeah because you were you were saying you wanted to have pancakes today so i was at this so i went to go i had, I had a, a little business meeting today and then i was afterwards i was like all right i'm gonna grab breakfast at this it was a bookstore slash cafe and the books in there were like not books that you would find anywhere yeah and the place would not end and it was um It was in, like, an old-timey house, almost, that they converted into a bookstore. And very interesting. You would love it. I I mean, I want to take you there. You'd love it. But I was like, hey, babe, come eat breakfast with me. It'll be fun. And she's like, okay, I'm on my way. No,
0: you said, I'm going to get breakfast at this place. And I said, oh, maybe I'll meet you.
1: Yeah, and then you're like, but I I want pancakes. I'm just, I have a hankering for pancakes, which, I mean, who doesn't? Am I right? Right. So I call her back because I got the menu, and it was just like, we have a scone and we have an egg salad and we have toast. But on Sundays we have a full breakfast menu. Hmm. So I called you up and you're like, mm. I know, so but we'll go.
0: I know, but now I can't really do it tomorrow. We can do breakfast, but I can't get pancakes because I went to the chiropractor today and I had I need to stay away from dairy
1: for a little bit. Even even just like birthday pancakes? Yeah, I can't. What if you were to have like after my adjustment a bu-
0: today and stuff? I can't have dairy for 24 hours. Um. So we can make homemade pancakes, but no, that's about no, it. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. Because those don't end up good.
0: Babe, yes, they do. No, not
1: the way we cook them, babe. I'll, have not, you,
0: have, I, have we ever made pancakes are together? You gonna make,
1: are you going to make Bisquick pancakes or are you going to make like paleo...
0: Paleo pancakes. Yeah,
1: those are not good ever.
0: Have a, have you ever had them?
1: Yeah. And those sunglasses you're wearing are so dark, I can't even see <laughs> anything behind them. Can you just them.
0: turn on one or two of the lights off behind you? Turn them off. Yeah, yeah. I can't reach...
1: No problem. Liz is wearing my dilation eyeglasses, the ones that like fold up and they're very, it's just like a piece of film. I
0: feel like every week at something, they probably think I'm just falling apart. Um, yeah. I just i haven't had a migraine in a really long time and today I had a really bad headache. And so I ended up going to the chiropractor and it was, I feel a little bit better, but there's too much light on. What other one? Do you that one right by the. Yeah.
1: Now, now it's yeah. kind of like sexy in here. We got the candle going. Yeah. We got the uh, the lights dim. Hold on one second.
0: And our dogs being a crazy man. Sorry guys, we don't have a babysitter, a dog sitter, while we do the podcast. Come here. To watch our dog, he's been barking a lot lately. It's weird. He's been on this bark thing.
1: Yeah, I think he needs to get fixed because uh, I think what he's doing is is just uh, showing his manhood. Hmm. He's flexing. Yeah,
0: we, so we're definitely planning on fixing him. Um, but one thing that we've been told is if you do it too young, it can stunt their growth and we want him to get really big. He's already pretty big. He's eight and a half months. He weighs like 65 pounds. Um, I just didn't want it to stun his growth, but we're probably just going to have to fix him soon, but we shall
1: see. So we have an exciting episode for you today. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a couple people wrote in, and uh, someone asked an awesome question that kind of relates to our week, actually, pretty, it's pretty lined up, because this week, for some reason, I was, um, as you know, this is like a, a marriage couples podcast, but we also talk about our faith and Christianity, and Liz is like a biblical scholar, and I'm like new to this stuff, and this last week, well, last Sunday... We run away to like a, a new church, mm-hmm. and we were also talking about because we're we're both life coaches and stuff. And there's like all these things you can do to help your life, and, and it's all good stuff, and it's all ask the right questions, all this stuff. Not to not to downplay it, but Liz and I were talking, and it it takes you to a certain point, and then after that certain point, um, we you can't neglect the fact that we're spiritual beings having a human existence right and there's the spiritual aspect to things is what's going to take you to like real complete fulfillment and right real joy and freedom
0: like all these books give you such good tools and resources and things to do but basically what we're talking about I'm like yeah it can take you so far but there's they don't leave room for god in there like right where's the faith and the like god can take you to to the next step to right be, to be on basically and that's
1: basically a listener wrote in and was asking us a question with spot on with that um do you want to share babe
0: yep um my name's emily and i'm sitting here with my fiance josiah we just finished li- listening to your episode about going all in and heard your request for topics we'd be interested in hearing you to talk about we live together in a small indiana town but are originally from chicago suburbs and we've had a lot of trouble finding what lots of christians refer to as a church home here We know from listening to the podcast that you two have probably had church choosing conversations as you come from different but both Christian homes. Can you speak to this topic both about finding a church and how to navigate that as a couple to find a place that satisfies both your church needs and is is glorifying to God? Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. So, again, to kind of give you a background, um, I grew up Catholic. And it was very much like you wear your Sunday best, you go to church, you just sit there, you stand, you kneel, you sit, you stand, you kneel, and then you're done and you don't really learn anything or feel any different. And also I went through religious education through the Catholic program. I'm confirmed. I did the whole Catholic thing. And then uh, as you get older, you kind of realize, hey, this isn't really fulfilling at all. It wasn't really fueling, fueling us. Um, And then we started doing like non-denominational stuff. And then we hopped around churches and I just stopped. Um, And then I would say when I met you is when I started getting back into learning and growing in my faith. And I actually helped grow a church here in our neighborhood. And what I like about them is they're very action oriented. Meaning instead of like, oh, give us tithing and it'll just help grow the church. It's very much like, hey, this week's tithe or all this month's tithe is going towards buying backpacks and supplies for kids who, are, who need them. And then this month is we're doing th- uh, Thanksgiving meals. We're all the tithes going to Thanksgiving meals, like tangible things that we're going to families in our community which I am a huge fan of because I am skeptical when it comes to churches because there are a lot of churches who are businesses right? and not, you know, serving the community. Um, So for me, that's very important. A church that like walks the talk. Um,
0: And I almost think though, none of them fully do today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, you kind of go with what's out there. Well, and um, and
0: I think, so, for us, we did grow up. So he, he grew up Catholic. I grew up Pentecostal. Um, and then in my early 20s, I started going to a non-denominational church about 10 years ago. So, um, and I really, really liked it. I found one in Vegas that I really loved. I had a hard time getting involved. I would just go on Sundays. And now Vito and I are at a point where we felt kind of maybe stagnant in our faith and wanted to either get involved or you know we're like we haven't been reading our Bible and we haven't been
1: I think what happened was so the church is like walking distance from our house, and I think what had happened was we got too comfortable and it was too close, and we let life kind of
0: well we just stopped just, going
1: right so we stopped going and then you you were like not feeling well for a while, we had that chemical pregnancy all this stuff, and it was just like one thing after another, we missed a couple months. And then we were just like, whatever, we're not going. Um, but then we both had the yearning. What's the word?
0: Yeah, just the desire to get back right. in.
1: And so we went back to the, the church that we go to. And it was, it's good. It's good messages, but it it's not a ton of Bible verses, which, y- you know. -hmm. You want to learn about the Bible and church, Um, so we just checked out a new one last week. Basically, what what we did was we saw and we looked at the sermons online first. Because for me, I'm like I'm not wasting a Sunday driving driving somewhere online sermons and liked what we saw, and then we. uh, What's cool about trying new church is they usually give you free stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a sweet uh, coffee tumblr what Mm -hmm. do they call them yeah that i've been using it's fantastic
0: um and uh you know this last week was our first time going to this church and they were talking about a women's bible study and i signed up and joined it and went this week and loved it and i just feel like that's what i've been missing whether we decide to make this our church home or not Mm -hmm. um but i remember hearing this quite a while ago and i think that it's very true Just like people aren't perfect, right? Not one person is perfect. And even in your partner, you're never going to fully agree on everything. And I think that that's true of a church as well because it is run by people. Pastors are just people. And you're never going to find a church that is perfect. Mm -hmm. You'll find a church where maybe you're like, this feels good. This feels like home. I feel like I'm learning. I feel like I can get involved. I can see myself here. But if you're looking for a church that is
1: checks all your boxes and does things the way you would expect everything to be done it's it's not going to happen
0: right like there's just certain things that may not resonate with you and then i think maybe make make a list of your non-negotiables you know Mm -hmm. um it's
1: like starting a relationship
0: (laughs) i know which is a question that i have that i was going to ask you later today too or on this episode but just have the list of you know, the core beliefs and found, because even now I don't think Vito and I believe everything the same spiritually. We believe a lot the same. I would say like the big things and the main things. Yes. Um, but even though we're just starting to get back into the swing of things that we've really been diving into our faith and reading the Bible. And um, yeah, I
1: think what's important when you're church shopping, let's call it, I don't know if I I agree with the term, like, church home, um, because I think that your faith lives and dies on on you. So, like, yeah, we went to church, but then I've been reading the Bible every day, which I've never done. Mm -hmm. And it's a different kind of, like, I'm reading it with a different intention of, like, well, now I'm reading it like, okay, what does Jesus say specifically Really, that's it. I just want to know what Jesus is saying. And I'm not trying to look into all the verses and trying to find the messages. What did Jesus say? And take it for what it says. And like, how can I apply it to my life? And it's it's a lot of fun, actually. And I didn't know if I'd ever say that. But I think as far as church home, kind of like what you're saying, no church is perfect. And for me, if I get hung up on like, oh, my faith is dependent on how the church fuels me, then it's not going to work. Because right. I'm just going to be let down. So it's kind of like we go to church for a message and to learn different parts of the Bible that maybe like I'm reading Matthew now and I'm not, maybe they bring up a different book. I don't know. Um, and then I go home and do some more reading and, and looking into it. But it's, it ultimately, it's up to you guys. And I think your church home is your actual home.
0: Yeah, but I also think the, the main point of a church home is a place where you feel welcome and in fellowship with because like when I lived in Vegas, although I found a church that I loved, none of my friends went to church. I had one friend in Vegas that went to church and that's because I didn't like or love the people that that I met that went mm-hmm. to church. and And I really want something different. Like I would love to find a good group of women who believe and who are faithful. And yeah. I just feel like, finding that aren't can be are, really hard aren't you
1: starting your own bible study yes okay that's good because the church we're going to is in kind of a bougie area <laughs> and i don't want you becoming bougie
0: babe you know me
1: i know but if you're hanging around all the blue if anything bougie i'm getting women, away
0: less bougie okay i'm like i'm only gonna buy from secondhand stores eat food know, that's fallen it, on the you, ground you become who
1: you <laughs> hang around I get if that. you're hanging around like The girls in my Bible study didn't
0: seem very bougie no. at all. All right. Cool. Um, and and I, I would love to find some good relationships like that here. Because um, I never really had it in Vegas either. Although I love and miss my friends a lot in Vegas. I can be very real and honest with them and they're amazing people. hmm Um, I would like to find that here. So
1: yeah, I think for me it's important too to be able to have conversations with people at the church you're going to, and be able to be yourself. Right. Like the church that we used to, that we used to go to, the one that's right down the street. Like I could talk to all the guys there and and swear, and we'll we'll grab a beer. You know, like I don't swear like a a trucker, quote unquote. um, Only at work, babe. Don't give me that look. But do you know? Do you know what I am saying? Yeah. Like you, you want to be able to be yourself because a lot of times, like even if, even at Bible studies, like everybody's everybody's putting their best foot forward, and you are like, well, no, our our church, our church group is supposed to be people that you you can be raw and real with around, and that they're not going to judge you because Jesus says, do not judge, and they're not going to talk behind your back or tell you you are wrong. They're just going to love you for who you are, and they're going to create a space that's safe for you to be like, hey guys, I messed up, and. Whatever I need guidance. Yeah. Where a lot of church groups are like, oh, everything's perfect and my marriage is perfect. But when they get home, they're like sleeping in different right. beds or fighting and, you know.
0: Right. But already I do see that in my group. We have a prayer chain and people like wrote in prayers and then emailed them out to our group. And there's some like things like my marriage is on the rocks. Pray for us. Mm-hmm. Like people being very real. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important because we're all just human. It's huge. That's the whole point of the church. It's a bunch of imperfect people coming together to learn about a perfect God. Right.
1: And it's amazing to me that some churches put on the facade that everything's perfect. Right. And that people that go there are like, oh, church is a place where we can give gratitude for how perfect everything is. And God's like, stop. You know, like, this isn't a perfect world. It's a fallen world. And you're... This church is to grow for sure, but you're also human and you're going to have challenges and it's like a daily practice of forgiveness and, and repenting and all that stuff. So, um, look at me sounding like a, like a small town Christian.
0: Um, but I did actually really like this church and I'd like to go back. Um, the,
1: the guy said sheep, the words sheep and just about a thousand times where I was like, dude, find a different word or just stop saying it. But it was a I good didn't, message. I didn't pick up oh, on it. Oh, so if, you do. it, if you're not Christian and you're still listening to us right now, thanks for staying on the line. Um, what was cool was on the way to church, this is good for Christians and non-Christians, but on the way to church, Liz and I were talking about if things that are of the world that can benefit people are good, but they're not, they're not faith-based, is it really good? and um we were kind of going back and forth and i was like you know i I don't know it you know it's kind of hard to tell but during church the whole message was that jesus is a shepherd right in the in in the bible and uh they're talking about how he's
0: the metaphorical shepherd. yeah
1: the metaphorical shepherd and we're and we're the sheep and um that the shepherd will lay his life on the line to protect his sheep and the hiring hand will just run if, if wolves appear. Um, but the shepherd won't. The shepherd will die. And the ultimate message was we have a good shepherd in Jesus who will guide us and protect us and give us the best life as long as we are good sheep, basically. Because sheep will roam and some will try to, to do their own thing and try to find water on their own. And if, when they're alone... They're more prone to wolves you know so it was really cool how we were talking about is if, if it's of God if it's not of God is it good and then the message was like hey if it's of God it's for sure good and you can try to lead yourself and you may find water but ultimately you're at risk right and uh, I think stuff like that are, are good signs
0: right yeah mm-hmm I think I yeah, I agree. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, I know you said you guys are church. It was fun. You had fun? Yeah, I had fun. Um, I know you guys are church shopping, and, you know, I guess we kind of are now too. I would say just make your non negotiables. I mean, you have to find a place that you both enjoy. Yeah. Um, nothing's ever going to be perfect, but, but make sure that it it's home a place. With you. Yeah, but make sure that it's a place that you feel welcomed. If you go in the doors, for me, it's important that people say hi. Um, And...
1: I like fist bumps.
0: (laughs) Like, if you've gone to that church a handful of times and nobody's ever said one word to you, that's kind of a red flag for me. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that that you feel welcome, that people say, like, greet you and whatever it Mm. is, but... I mean, good luck. We're we're yeah. kind of in it too, but definitely, you know, keep up with it at home.
1: Definitely at home. I think that's huge. I, that that's what's made the biggest impact for me, is being able to do my own, looking up and reading. So yeah, good luck. Have fun, and we're glad that you guys uh, are uh, dedicated listeners.
0: Um. So a question that somebody had written in a while ago was, um. And talking about non-negotiables what were your relationship non-negotiables compared to those that could be persuaded
1: yeah so mine were must have a badonka down oh my gosh must drop it like it's hot okay um and must be a good cook which you nailed those three i mean there's a list i, I had like pages and pages of non-negotiables no you didn't no um honestly i don't know if i made non-negotiables so I, i've told you this before but after my The girl I dated before you, it was not good. It was very toxic, and I remember laying in bed, frustrated. Like I don't know if I was crying. I'm gonna say I wasn't, but I remember praying to God, saying, "Please give me somebody I deserve." Along those lines, or like, like I'm somebody, you know, somebody I deserve. Basically, Mm -hmm. Um, just put someone in my life that like is loving and happy and trusts me and is fun and like i'm i'm saying like a week later legit like you're the first answered prayer i have ever had Um, but i don't know if i had non-negotiables but i had a lot of the way our conversations went i kind of when i think of something i'm like what about this Mm -hmm. and i would like kind of try to push your buttons or kind of see what you thought about it and it all had to do with trust and um your character and like do you right away assume the worst of people or do you right away try to figure out try, try to hear both sides of the story right. are you somebody who forgives easy or do you hold on to grudges like those were my non-negotiables you know are you quick to forgive or are you like no that person wronged me once i'm done well, it's and funny like, what's because what's your overall view of the world? You right, right. Know? What well, lens are you looking through? It's
0: funny because you and I talk all the time. And we're like, we can't stay mad at each other because we have such horrible memories, which is fantastic. And, and I was talking to a friend last night that I haven't talked to in a while, and we were talking about something that happened in our relationship a while ago. And I was like, honestly, like, I don't even really remember. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was kind of a big deal. And and I mean, we talked about it, and and I'm like, I just don't. I mean, I'm not somebody who really holds on to things at right. all. Um
1: but that that was a, a, a non negotiable for me.
0: Yeah, I'm not a grudgeful person at all. Yeah. I'm very far from perfect, but I'm not someone who you're holds, per, holds grudges. I feel like for me, a non-negotiable for me was believing in God. And
1: But I at the time I wasn't. You did. I mean I did, but it wasn't like I was like, you know, I would go ahead, say I know what you're gonna say.
0: I don't think you do. Okay. Go ahead. Um so our first date that weekend, um, so for me, I've always been the spiritual leader in a relationship, always, um, and, and I wanted somebody who would kind of step up if they were challenged or, or wanted to lead me, and I'd say when we first met, you weren't in that place. I think you are now, but I remember when you were there and we prayed together before you left, and you prayed out loud. And you said that was the first time you've ever prayed out loud with somebody before and to me that meant a lot Mm -hmm. i was like okay because that can be scary for a lot of people Mm -hmm. you know and and i don't know if i ever prayed out loud with an ex before because it's very for some reason it's very vulnerable
1: did you text your mom before or after that moment before oh gosh um
0: and and so i don't think i had ever prayed with with anyone I dated like maybe once, you know, Mm -hmm. but for some reason I just felt that connection with you. I felt this spiritual connection with you and, and I felt comfortable and I hadn't had that before in a relationship. And that was important to me to, to be with somebody who I could text you and be like, can you pray for me right now? Or I could call you and be like, pray with me over the phone right now. Like, that like now it wouldn't even be a second thought. It wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know what to say. I'm uncomfortable. Like we wouldn't even think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was really important to me. That was a non negotiable having believing in God, but not just believing in God, having a faith. And then somebody who challenges me because I feel like the relationships I had been in before, they didn't challenge me. They actually discouraged me. Like when I had a dream, it was like, Yeah, well that that's really hard. Or, you know, I I wanted to travel and they're like, well, you're probably going to die. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. <laughs> yeah, but it's different now. But anytime I come to you with something that interests me, like you take it to the next level, you challenge me to rise up, you challenge me all the time to, to keep going, to keep moving, to be a better person, to forgive more to love more like whatever it is yeah. and that was important for me um i mean i had a whole list and i would say not all of them were non-good it, was, negotiables. it wasn't long no but it was someone who makes me laugh that's super important somebody who challenges me those someone are, those are
1: non-negotiables
0: someone who make who likes to read um because i just remember
1: i feel like that one can be on your it can it be.
0: could but I think for me it was because in my last relationship before you i would read something that like because during that time that was a kind of a dark time in my life i was really struggling with my eating disorder and and i got this book that and there was like a page that just described it perfectly and i asked my ex i'm like hey can you just read this like i feel like you'll understand me better and he just like couldn't read it you know what i mean like wouldn't take the time to read it or was, oh, ridiculous. you know what I mean? Just like,
1: did he not know how to read?
0: <laughs> no, he did. But there was just things like that, you know, where I'm like, just read this chapter or I got a book for us to read together and it just was impossible trying to get him to do it. Mm-hmm. So you and I, when we met, yeah, but
1: you'd never requested that of me
0: because you read more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> when you and I first met, we were both reading the exact same book. We were reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And that is a book on shame and overcoming all of that. And I was like, holy crap, this guy's into the same types of books and things that I am. And he reads like that is so attractive to me. And now babe, like even today, I'm like, oh, you should read this page. And you're like, just read it out loud to me right now. And, and anytime, like, I know that if I bookmarked something and I was like, Hey, like when you get a chance, can you please just read this? Cause it's important to me. You would, mm-hmm. you know? And and I value that in. So the read. That's why the reading thing was on there yeah. for me.
1: Is it bad that a, a for real non negotiable? And I'm not being funny. Is like you had to be good looking. Is that bad? I think at, at the time we were dating, or the time we met, I was at a place where you had to be good looking. And for not me, not like not like a. You know, I, mean, I think you're the best looking woman in the world. Obviously, but like. <laughs> If I were to just to kind of paint a picture for the crowd, like a, um, who was that girl we were just watching in Zorro? Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, oh my God. Catherine Zeta-Jones in, in the mask. Zorro. Oh, geez. Oh. She's fantastic.
0: Yeah, she's gorgeous.
1: And, uh, yeah. But I feel like it's you like, were so
0: young too. And I feel like where I was at in my life, it didn't necessarily matter. I had to have an attraction to that person. For me, Would, wouldn't
1: wouldn't that mean though that they're attractive no
0: because i think that you're attracted in different ways like
1: i feel Do like you actually think 100 no, if, if i was exactly who i was mm-hmm. but i was sh- shorter than you and 300 pounds and one of my eyes was missing you wouldn't i mean there's a certain level because i think i don't know and i don't think it's wrong
0: I think so i was definitely attracted to you but the things that really drew me in it was like yeah i have a physical attraction to this person but that wasn't on my list of things honestly
1: no it's more like a subconscious yeah you know know it is you're right it's an attraction it's not must be good looking because what's good looking to me is different than what's good looking to somebody else but
0: let's face it i'm good looking to everyone (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) But yeah,
1: you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's more of, yeah, must be attracted for sure. And I
0: had been attracted to guys before that I wasn't at first and I got to know them and they were really cool and we had tons of fun together Mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, I actually really like this guy. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's super possible too. With you, I was like, wow. I want
1: to have sex with your mind.
0: (laughs) With you, I was super attracted. Um, But it was when we spent time together. It was your character. It was your curiosity. It was the interest that you showed in me. Like when we had conversations. It definitely
1: was not my first top priority. The the looks. I mean, because I had gone through looks and went through a lot of emotional pain. Right. And I was like, I just need somebody who's like a great woman with great integrity and honesty and love in their hearts. Right. And I also... She's got to have that booty. Oh, my I gosh. no, babe. Okay. Oh, I feel bad for saying it.
0: At least I can't you're help honest.
1: It. Well, the problem is like I'm a guy, so I'm dumb.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm dumber than you. Mm-hmm. Right? Obviously. So like, like it. it there's just, even like when you're wearing sweaters, I'm just like, boobs. You know, like I can't, <laughs> I can't help myself. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. I think when God took Adam's rib mm-hmm. and made Eve, he kind of like maybe took some brain particles.
0: Right. We're just wired very differently. Yeah. But I know for me, like hands were a big deal. You know how attractive to your hands I am. I love manly hands. You don't say hands. anything ever. You said I used it, you, to.
1: initially you did.
0: I know, I know.
1: What's wrong with my hands now?
0: Nothing. They're so manly and sexy and amazing.
1: So why don't you tell me?
0: I I will. I forgot. i didn't forget that they were but i just i don't know i guess you get comfortable and you stop saying things you used to so um yeah because i I did date this guy who we were holding hands and his hands were softer than mine and i just couldn't get there i was like your hands are softer than mine (laughs) and more manicured like mine always have dirt under the fingernails and i just i need manly hands i need some scars and someone who has worked with their hands
1: Mom, I've got plenty of those
0: yeah so for me the faith thing was just mainly the big thing also I had to be with somebody who enjoys traveling because that's something I've sacrificed in a relationship before and I would travel by myself and then I'd go places and be like wow that'd be really cool if my significant other was here with me have I told you about that
1: lady I met in Amsterdam no she was like this 70 like early 70s late 60s and I just got. I was on my way to to Africa to Ghana, and uh, I we landed in Amsterdam. I had like a five hour layover, and I was at the bar, and this lady next to me. I, I heard her say something in English. I was like, "Okay, cool, American." And it was an older lady. She had been like I said, upper sixties, lower seventies, and I was like, "Oh, you know, how's it going?" Whatever. Kind of struck up a conversation, and she had just gotten back. She was on her way back to Florida from. Um, the Serengeti and she yeah. was on like a glamping trip and I was like oh awesome like that's amazing she was there for three weeks and she did all these things and she did a safari and whatever and I'm like oh man I was like do you like traveling alone and she was like oh I love it she goes, my husband stays home in Florida and plays golf and I go travel the world and it, we have a great relationship and he's a part of like this Corvette club and he plays golf with his buddies and I go and do the trips that I want to do and I was like I don't know
0: if that works for you. That's awesome. Yeah, I know,
1: but like, you know, um, you know what I'm saying. Like, isn't that crazy? That.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, there there's something else that bonds them and anchors them, yeah, and it's like, I guess yeah. I don't enjoy traveling. You don't enjoy golf. One month out of the year, I'm gonna play golf the entire time, and you're gonna go travel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she
1: was like super happy, and yeah. So I mean, it was really it was really cool to see, and it it uh, definitely softened my heart a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think for me it was Should just have important. Her, her number or email
1: address or something.
0: <laughs> I think it was just important for me because I knew that it's something that I can never give up. And people used to tell me all the time, like, Oh, get it out of your system now before you get married and have kids and I'm like just because I get married and have kids doesn't mean I'm never gonna travel anymore. Our things know gonna where change. Where these yeah. thoughts
1: originated from
0: like because you have kids you can't do anything right
1: or there's there's just certain things that only young people can do and there's certain things that old people always do and there's certain things like unless you are this then you could do this And it's like why not just create your own life and not attach yourself to all these preconceived or like societal it, just like crazy statements yeah like, you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like just do your own life If we want to travel and it's going to be hard and it's going to suck with kids on a plane, like whatever. It's what we want to do. You can travel with kids.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it obviously costs more and is a little bit harder and their sleep schedules are weird. But it's like to each their own. I mean, if that's something that you want to do, figure it out. Or we could go on a trip and be like, yeah, let's wait five years. What I understand is like
1: almost all Americans, not my family, well, my family did, but I wasn't born yet. I've never been to Disney World or Land or which one is it?
0: Both, either.
1: No, I went to the one in California. Land. It was not good. I agree. Disney
0: World is so much better. So
1: Okay, so I've never been to Disney World, but people, most American families, not most, but a lot of American families bring their kids to Disney World. So it's like, okay, well, if you're traveling to Florida, you can't travel to somewhere else and get off the plane and walk around. Well,
0: you and I have talked a lot about how... We really are interested in just seeing so much more of the United States and visiting national parks. We're and,
1: definitely getting a, like a <laughs> compact RV. And
0: there's places in Canada we still really want to go. So when I say like travel, it doesn't mean that I need to go on some exotic adventure all the time. You know, it's like I genuinely enjoy seeing different parts of the world and experiencing God's creation. And I think that it brings us closer every time we've traveled. Oh yeah. We experience well, so much together.
1: Driving to Ve- to Vegas with you where we stopped at like six national parks or something. I was like, this isn't America. <laughs> we went to with like Zion You're and Arches it. and Bryce and driving through Colorado. Death Valley. Death Valley. I mean, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, when I saw all the, the, if you haven't gone to national parks, go. Like, I'm all for like, we're going to go to Europe this this summer and or it's not Europe, but Italy. I mean, it's in Europe, but it's not a Euro trip. But um, if you haven't gone and seen a national park in the States, go. Mm-hmm. Like, make that your next trip because it's so easy to get there. It's so there's it, it's comfortable because it's still America. Like, it's way different. It, you feel like you're almost in a different world. Right. But it's still the United States. And if you're from Canada, it's, it's all the same thing. Canada, United States. It's just different healthcare. care. But um, it's amazing yeah. what's in the United States. And it's right. amazing how big the United States is.
0: Right. Yeah, it's so vast and so beautiful. So like
1: that for me, if we could take like a year or two and maybe homeschool the kids and just like tre- get a nice little RV, like a compact one forced to stay together no oh my god no phones or tablets or none of that just where we 99 bottles at? of beer on the wall where are
0: we gonna have sex at
1: top bunk baby oh my gosh throw some snakes out in the field let them round them up <laughs>
0: that's what i'm talking about
1: or yeah. rest stops <laughs> 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 that's oh disgusting gosh. yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm excited when we start having kids and And all that. But, I mean, for me, non-negotiable was just all your character. And the stuff that would fleet, you know. um, Well, she said compared to... Cooking was important. It was very, very important.
0: Which was weird to me because you said that your ex never cooked for you.
1: Which is why it's important. (laughs) And it's important because of family, which is very important for me. And Family is very much centered around food in my life. And um, it's important for, in my opinion, home-cooked meals. Um, So that was... Uh, important
0: well she said compared to those that could be persuaded yeah I feel persuaded
1: like, like your music taste i can go without the fact I that you, like at you the never beginning, seen you any pretended movies. like you liked it no you sent me some good jams in the beginning but then it became like just i'm like this isn't music this is some it's sort not even of what it sounds like but yeah
0: yeah i mean you and i definitely have different tastes in music um for
1: sure movies
0: which i thought would bother me but it doesn't um well,
1: because my taste in music is good so no yeah
0: i think we have the same taste in movies it's just i haven't seen any any of them you're like yeah this movie and i'm like yeah i've never seen it yeah any of the classics i've never seen none um and then i mean for me i could be persuaded to live somewhere else that wasn't a non-negotiable for me
1: yeah it was for me if you were like athletic or not wouldn't care yeah. what was not negotiable is if you tried yeah i can't deal with people who don't try
0: who don't try what
1: like if if we were at a family party and we were playing volleyball and you played but you like didn't try Mm, got it just
0: said i'm in there like come on you just missed the ball
1: yeah you're almost too much (laughs) where liz will like
0: i'm overly competitive and
1: a party if she loses
0: come on that happened one time babe happened one time what i only blew up one time because i
1: lost yeah it's fun it's all good um fun.
0: yeah so i feel like yeah a lot of things could be persuaded for me just the non-negotiables were mostly just faith-based mm-hmm. so yeah i'm glad we found each other
1: yeah well you could just thank me for praying for you you to come into my life thanks no i'm teasing <laughs> no it's, it's honestly it's it's one of those things that that was my you're my first answered prayer and apparently you knew right away that I was the one and um, I knew it that's that's still I don't get it Mhm. You look like you are dying.
0: <laughs> you are you're so ridiculous.
1: I was getting nervous. You look like you're dying.
0: Okay, well then let's be done because I'm about to poop my pants. So. Okay,
1: see? I wasn't wrong. That's why
0: I waved to you. Okay, bye. Let's end oh, the podcast I did, I and then that. I'm over here I and trying not to die. And I, you're okay, like, okay. "How come
1: you look like you're about to poop your pants?" I didn't say that. But because not everybody I, yeah. knows.
0: Yeah, because you call me out all the time. All right, guys. How come you're doing this right now? <laughs> no one can see you, but I'm going to tell everyone about it.
1: <laughs> all right. We love Signing you guys. Off, this is Vito with WTTW.
0: <laughs> Let us know what you want to hear from us, but we love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, and
1: and and share it with your friends and stuff because um, we're growing and we're growing fast, and they don't want to miss the train. People all over the world join yep. hands. on a love train. train. Come
0: on, a love train. Come on, hands. Love train.
1: That's so annoying. All right, bye, bye guys.